Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the TFL podcast. You're here with myself, Ron the Boy, and our very esteemed co-host here, <laughs> yes. Arch, making making waves with his technical prowess oh, this evening. Absolutely. Yeah, that definitely was full screen video intro the whole time there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, we're here. It's week 11. How are we, we here, Rowan? <laughs> are you, is it just me or is there such a thing as season fatigue? Oh, yeah. It's, I think it, mid-season, uh, you know, slump. Um, I don't know. Just um, <laughs> still getting through the weeks now. <laughs> yeah. That's we're, it. We're, we're doing it. We, oh, but I'm up and about. I'm up and about. What are we talking about? <laughs> good. That's good. Yes. I mean, hey. We've got another slate to talk about. I love I love talking football, so here we are. That's mm. what we do. We're doing what we love. So get on board, everyone. It's fantastic to have you here, and you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, and if you're watching on YouTube right now, don't forget to like and subscribe. We mm. are live as we speak. If you're watching right now, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, get, get us in the algorithm. Come on. Yes. Do your thing. Little subscribe thumbs up. Like. That's, that's right. And, uh, of course, Patreon at the TFL Podcast, the TFLpodcast.com. Give us five-star reviews. We mm. love that. Share us with your mates, everyone who wants to win money in NFL DFS uh, or just, you know, talk crap about football. <laughs> hey, that's what we're here to do. Love that. we got a Discord chat. We do. Join the Patreon for that. But, hey, it's only $2 a month. We'll talk more about that later. Oh, we will. And, Don't you uh, worry. <laughs> That's right. Plug it out. Plug it out. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We can't wait to jump into the slate mm. this week. Uh, but first, Chris, how you going, mate? What, how was last week for you? Uh, look, one of my better weeks, I think. Um, I th- obviously, I've changed uh, over the last couple of weeks my strategy from Max entering uh, the micro um, and focusing in on the smaller mini Um with just the 10 entry maxes and just trying a different approach with my game strategy. And I think that um, either I got lucky or it's starting to work. So (laughs) we'll see. So out of my 10 entries, I went um, five stacks uh, of one QB and what five stacks of another. So I just really condensed my player pool um, and I chose my stacks around uh, Dallas and uh, Buffalo and that went okay. Pretty Like it went really well. Um, yeah, especially the Dallas uh, ones that had CD and Zeke. Uh, I, I think that was a fairly unique stack that did well. Um, a lot of people would have probably paired uh, a lamb with a with a um, with a Schultz, or a lot of people went Amari, um, and so that that stack went well. Um, and Josh Allen just did really well. And I think really what it came down to, you know, if AJ Brown actually did what I hoped he would do, and same with a bit of I probably. I missed on Mike Evans. I think I under I, I should have realized how chalky he'd be and faded him. Um, he was over thirty yep. percent in that contest, which is outrageous a play for me. So, uh, you know, missed there. But on the whole, I think my process was um, clear, and um, that's what I I, I didn't go. Um, you know, on feelings and emotions, I I, I had a I had a strategy, went with it, well and it paid it, it paid off well. Like I, you know, I was profitable, um, but didn't win, <laughs> which is what I'm actually trying to do, though. Yeah, that's right. You want to take it out? 
Yeah, I a uh, similar thing in terms of last week. I definitely condensed my player pool, which worked out really, really nicely for me as well. So, uh, profited on the on, on the Monday slate, which was which was great. Really appreciated that one, that's for sure. But a bit of different process. I, I still went on the micro, so the fifty cent yep. comp and put in fifty lineups. I had five quarterbacks, five stacks that I went with. So that was uh, Tom Brady, uh, Justin Herbert, Carson Wentz, Josh Allen. Matt Ryan and oh, actually no, sorry, six. I split. I put ten per stack, and then I put yep. five Matt Ryan and five Dak Prescott. And uh, yeah. I'm glad to put the Dak Prescott yes. ones in there. That's yeah. for sure. Because <laughs> aside from Dak and Josh Allen, everyone yeah. else pretty much shut the bed. Like it yeah. wasn't nice to watch uh, these guys that you're like you're building everything on, and actually do bad, do poorly. Like 15 points from Tom Brady is very disappointing. I think it was 12 or 13 for mm. Justin Herbert. Matt Ryan just disappeared after yes. you know two and a half quarters. Uh thought you were gonna say then, two and a half points. Yeah, well that's right. <laughs> that's what um, it felt like. It certainly did. Uh yeah, but Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, really you could have had either of those guys and you would have yeah. been fine. The thing is though, like they didn't necessarily break the slate either. Like there was just mid twenties no. scores from both of those guys. So actually one of my lineups uh, that did fairly well was a Tom Brady lineup. It still did all right. Yeah. Uh, but if it's because I had Deonis Johnson and Jonathan Taylor there in, in, yeah. in running back land, which was very, very helpful. So yeah, it's a funny game, funny game. This uh, Stefan Diggs, great to see him finally break yes. out for the year yep. and have one of his ceiling games, 30 odd points, uh, which is fantastic. So I had him in a few spots, which definitely helped boy uh, some of those other lineups. So I think that's the thing. Like if you can hit the guy that goes off, outside of the stack. Like, sure, I had him attached to Josh Allen, which was yeah. good, but in those other lineups that where I had Tom Brady, having digs in there still allowed for those lineups to kind of push up the ranks yeah. just enough to kind of cash and keep things rolling over so that my week was profitable no. on the whole. So that, that was nice. That was, that was good, good to be and part it, of that. It was our first week with real cheap running back options with volume. And it was. Uh, I Every lineup had at least one of Dearness Johnson or Mark Ingram probably where I let myself down is I didn't react properly to the late news that Ramondre was the the back yeah. that, that he, he was in. And I guess I just, and maybe as well, I didn't quite believe that he'd be the guy, but when the cards were turned over, he was one or 2% owned and he outdid oh, yeah. it. Like he was the difference maker. Um, and so I just had him in nothing. Uh, and so looking yeah, back, same. that's probably where, where I, I let myself down. Yeah, I agree. I think Brandon Bolden was like, oh, what do we do with him? But actually, the Patriots love to run the ball. Yeah. And Brandon Bolden's not in it. He isn't an in-between-the-tackles guy. It's it's Ramondo Stevenson there when Damien Harris isn't it. Damien Harris will be back this week, though, however. So mm. keep an eye on that. All right. Well, let's jump in. Let's jump into week 11, hey? Let's do it. Yeah! <laughs> Time. Yeah. Uh, this is this is one of the old time old time lows. The more you talk about it, Arch, the more it will become old time. <laughs> so if you shut up, yeah, but then it actually, might get good. You see, we'll lull it. them into uh, this is a oh <laughs> wow, these guys are good. No, uh, look, uh, left the fader down from the intro. Should have pumped it back up just for those playing at home wondering wondering what's going on. So they're not anyway. <laughs> We do a quick head-to-head on a Thursday night yes. football showdown. So, of course, we're playing draft stars. Unfortunately, here in Australia, draft what else would you have play? gone. 
That's right. <laughs> because Draft Stars is the way to go. It's where all the Australians can play. So we are Australian, so we talk about Draft Stars. Mm. So makes sense. Anyway, we got a game between Atlanta and New England yes. happening tomorrow. We do. It's going to be... I'm, I'm not sure how to read <laughs> this one. It's a little bit ugly. It smells like Thursday night football to me. Oh, it certainly does, doesn't it? (laughs) Mac Jones taking on Matt Ryan. We've got the Patriots as six and a half point favorites. Uh, I think that's not generous enough, to be honest. I think the Patriots (laughs) will will probably steamroll the Falcons. Mm. The Falcons without Calvin Ridley, of course, potentially without Cordaro Patterson as well. So looking, that's a big thing for me, whether Cordaro Patterson gets up and plays or not. So look, He's priced as if he's not, isn't he? Like again, he's priced as if he's not going to get up for it. No, that's right. I think on they've got him at six k aroundabouts on on draft stars, and that's you know compared to like Mac Jones, who's sitting at the top at twenty one k. It's yeah, pretty pretty crazy teams here. So look, that's all right. Arch, we put in a head to head. Yeah, together we have. Uh, Let's. Can you got the teams there for the the YouTubers to to watch? There it is. Very nice. I'll run through my team and then you can run through yours. So I've got here Kendrick Bourne, Damian Harris, Jacoby Myers, and Mac Jones for the Patriots. And then Olamide Zacchaeus, the touchdown king, (laughs) and Kyle Pitts. (laughs) Really, I'm going for upside here Yeah, Uh, with Zacchaeus. He's a cheaper option. I don't love Matt Ryan here. I think the Patriots defense is too good. Kyle Pitts is the clear one, yep. really. If Cordaro Patterson, of course, doesn't get up. So I like that. Damien Harris has cleared the concussion protocol, so I'm going to run with him as the main guy. Yep. I don't think Ramondre is going to trouble too much. So anyway, there you go. Yeah. That's my lineup. No, I like it. Uh, um, when I was think flicking Arch? through mine, I pretty much had that as one of my iterations that I was toying with. So it might be one in one in my um, one of my lineups going forward into the into the main contest. But for a head to head, I thought I'd change things up a bit. And I was just oh, yeah. just trying to think about what could happen in this game. And it could just be a big snore fest. Um and a run fest, really, uh, with New England. And so that's why I thought I'd get different and tr- do a two running back build, which potentially is not going to be very popular. And sometimes that's true. In a low scoring game, uh, this could be a way to that, that we could get some leverage. Um, yeah, I don't like Mike Davis and I hate that. I don't like that's probably my one piece that I, I of this I don't oh, like. Yeah, it's ugly, isn't it? But I, Hunter Henry can only touch, uh, you know, catch touchdowns every week. So I know that there's, you know, 10, he's, you know, going to meet his salary there. Um, Mac Jones just need the winning quarterback in the game, don't you? You know, it's going to be rare to have the optimal lineup without him. Um, And Kyle Pitts is the offense now, isn't he? If Cordero, he certainly is. Yeah. But, you know, if Cordero's in, it's that's what I do is it's a Mike Davis for Cordero. Like, it's just a no-brainer. Um, oh, yeah. And that's what I'm doing I'm, if he's playing Rowan for this for our head-to-head, by the way. I'm allowed to yeah, say that, sure. aren't I? Uh, you are. I think I'll probably have to – I think I'll have to change Kendrick Bourne. No, no, you can't do that. that. Only I can do that. No, I, only you can do that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Because I've gone <laughs> Atlanta running back, all right? That's my spot. Oh, Sure. Okay. No No worries. I do actually like Mike Davis, though, in the spot. He's going to get all the opportunities. Well, it's a volume play, what? isn't it? it? That's that's exactly what it is. And yeah. he's and he's getting targeted. Like, he's still catching the ball. Um, yeah, He. that's right. So Hayden Hurst out as well, by the way. So Cole Pitts, 
I mean, in, it not- would be interesting to watch because Kyle Pitts could seriously play as more of an inline tight end, which might actually limit his upside mm. here. So if you're looking at like looking at the Patriots defense, they're all banged up, by the way. Limited practices everywhere on their injury report on the defensive side of the ball. So it'll be interesting to see where well, who's playing for one and so what the weaknesses are on that mm. side of the ball. Yeah, potentially you're looking at Zacchaeus and Gage to actually get more uh more attention um in terms of from Matt Ryan, more targets because they're relying on Pitts to play the extra yep. blocker more this this week. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. That's I'm not looking forward to it to per se, but no, it's definitely there's, there's DFS lineups to be had. So yeah, that's I'll it. Put, there's- a, put a few in. <laughs> I mean, that's but why anyway, we watch these games half the time that we don't want to watch is because we've got something it, hey, going on. Them. I still love football. I always watch football. I like good football though. <laughs> yeah, better than, but some football is better than no football. So yeah, I'm still, yeah, I'm going to ride that out. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the main slate. Yes. Let's jump in. It's We're going to start off here with Chicago and Baltimore. We've got Baltimore's five-point favorites. It's a 45.5-point total. And when I'm looking at this, the question of whether this game is stackable or not is mm. a really tricky one for mine because I'd like Lamar. How yep. could you not like Lamar? <laughs> and Marquise Brown is an absolute jet. So I'm looking at these guys and I'm going, okay, I want to play them somehow. And against Chicago, the question that I have is what's the defense going to do to Justin Fields? Yeah. And what does that mean Baltimore need to do? Last week – was last week or the week before? Gosh, Miami, when they played Baltimore, Bolt, that's last week, sorry. Miami just blitzed them all day. Mm. And Lamar had no way out. It was very surprising. Uh, yep. He targeted Marquis Brown a lot. Marquis Brown, I think, only drew, I think he had 13 targets, was it? Um, yeah, I'm Either not way, sure. he had a lot. He had a lot of targets and he only brought in about half of them. And he did not have the game that he we would have expected of him. So I think they want to turn this around, but the question is, will Chicago just take on board what Miami did to win yep. and, do, and do that right back to them? So I think what we've seen here is a legitimate flaw if defenses know what to do. So that is what gets me very hesitant about Lamar. So if I'm looking at this, this slate going, I only want to play four or five quarterbacks. Well, there's question marks here around Lamar that I have to seriously consider. Mm. So that's that's the thing that is probably going on in my mind. Of course, I'd love to say, yeah, stack stack Lamar with Marquis Brown and Mark Andrews. Yep. Sure, why not? Like that's chances are I'll get to Monday for us and I'll probably have 10 lineups with Lamar Jackson in there <laughs> with Marquis Brown and, and Andrews yep. spread throughout. But that's just the question is also then, okay, did they run it? Could you play Lamar? naked by himself with no receivers and the answer is probably yes as well so either way I'm looking at this I'm going yes I could but I don't know if I'm sure if I can Rowan Rowan big fence sitter here yes Arch can I just share you a little something (laughs) (laughs) Uh, look I have thought about the Justin Fields Justin Fields Alan Robinson's bring it back with Marquise Brown look out You could do anything you want with your lineup after this. You really can. They are so, so cheap. cheap. And Fields is getting better. Like he's looking okay. Yeah, he, he almost hit 20 points last week, 29 points, uh, you know, DraftKings points the 
the uh, week before. He's yeah. got a rushing floor. Um, and Baltimore, it's not the Baltimore defense of old. This is not a Chicago Baltimore um, matchup from years ago. Like this, they're different teams, and their defenses aren't that good. I think that there's some True. value on the Chicago side. That's fair. I think it's it's definitely possible. My reservation, I guess, is Alan Robinson is Alan Robinson from this year, not Alan Robinson from last year. Sure. Yep. So there's but who else is Fields going to throw to? Darnell Mooney. Yes. I almost wouldn't. I'd almost play Mooney over a Rob. Yep. Just because of what we've seen so far this year, and what what um, Fields has been doing. Baltimore, you know, they only. They are, what am I looking at here, eighth. That eighth hardest to, to score against for wide receivers in terms yep. of um, DK points. So that's another question mark. Here's the other thing, though, that I'll th- throw at you and get on board with you. If I'm going to play Fields, I'd play Komet. Yes. Yes. I'd play Komet. He is the punt, one of my punt tight ends for the week. He's only 6.3K, I believe, and... Sitting there against the Ravens, last time they played two weeks ago, they had the bye last week, he pulled in, uh, he had eight targets mm. and he pulled in six of them for 87 yards, which is just monstrous. But the two weeks before that, he had six targets and six targets as well. So yeah. Fields is coming on board and he's enjoying playing with Cole, yep. Cole Komet. Cole, just Cole. Your first name basis, Rowan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, 6.8K yeah. on, on draft stars. But- He's a cheap tight end, and yep. I, I'm I can definitely see Cole Komet hitting the uh, the the end zone. So look, and if he, this think- is all pointing to Fields doing okay, where a rushing floor, throwing a couple touchdowns, yep. that's all yep. he needs to do at his salary. Am I am I actually I don't know. Am I talking myself into this, Ron, or is there actually value here? I think there is. I think there is. Like. Justin just, Fields is, it's not just because I'm a points. dynasty manager in our league, is it? <laughs> yeah, don't let that filter in. Uh, Justin Fields is 11.7K. Look, really, if you need him to pay off, you need him to hit 20 points. That's what you're looking for. He has to hit 20 points. Now, last week, he hit 19.1. The week before, 29.3. So he's coming into his own. Mm. They seem to know how to use him. Of course, but he's Montgomery, not going to sink your lineup if he side. scores 15. No, it's not going to sink it. Not at all. But you're going to have so, big ceiling plays because that's the thing. You need you need a lot of salary to get the high ceilings at wide receiver. Yeah. Anyway, you do. It's broken long enough. I think we have. But about Justin yes. Fields. Justin Fields. Oh man, we both we both like him. That's the reality. <laughs> and Cole Komet. Play Cole Komet. I tell you what, right. I'd have some you know large plums to put him into my as my one of my two QBs though for the ten mini. <laughs> But you would, but hey, it'd be pretty sweet. Like if you did that, Maybe. if you had if you had five lineups in the in the mini, all uh, of all of Justin uh, Fields, and the ownership would be, I'd probably be the only one. You you could take spots one to five. <laughs> that would be something else. Might, that would be something else. I might do this wrong. I might do it. Look, <laughs> you can play five other safe quarterbacks. There's plenty of safe quarterbacks on the on the slate. That are going to cost you enough. Anyway, let's move on to a game yeah. that you can run through real quick because no one cares about it. It's <laughs> Cleveland versus Detroit. Detroit, yep. uh, 11 point underdogs here with a 43 and a half point total. What are we doing here, Arch? Just to make it quick because I hate this game. Yeah, yeah. Look, both teams are slow. Uh, 
look, the, the, there's points on the Cleveland side, um, which makes me think, you know, the running back's the option here that you can play. Um, so you can score there. Um, I don't, I don't mind Hawkinson this week. I think with all of the, I think he's going to have really low ownership and he's not super expensive. Oh, no one's playing Hawk. The only no reason playing. I say this is, look, he's not going to score a touchdown most likely. Like you can't bank on it, but the volume. And so in a PPR format, which is what we've got, I mean, who else are they throwing the ball to? Swift uh, and that's it. That's it. And so I think they can do that um, and there'll be they'll be quick dump-offs. Um, I think there's volume enough there to do a mini correlation with the running back on Cleveland's side. And so has Chubb been activated from the COVID list yet? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, like, we're waiting on it. You know, if there's a chance he doesn't come back, I mean, you smashed smash Johnson Jonas. again. Um, but still Chubb, still ve- definitely a, a good play. Um even you know, he's fourteen hundred. That's not super expensive either. And we saw what he did before he went out. Um, so I don't mind that. But yeah, Hawk is is a risky play. But I don't mind a, a little mini stack between you know, no quarterbacks involved, just Hawk and, and a Cleveland running back, uh, whoever's that the guy. For sure. Could you play like Cleveland? A, a funny team. Could you play yeah. the Detroit d- defense at base four K here? Ooh. Like they scored seven points against Pittsburgh last week. Yeah, that's. I what? kind of view them similarly. These like Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Yeah, and look, um, Mayfield's the the most banged up he's ever been. He just he told in a press conference, so yeah, he, he could make some really bad errors. Um, yeah, I don't mind that. So is uh, so is Goff. By the way, he is dealing with ribs and yeah. rib issues and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what we're going to get there? So who'd be a quarterback? Oh, <laughs> anyone? Because they get paid a shirt load. So that's right. Uh, okay, cool. Let's keep moving on. on. We got Minnesota taking on Green Bay. Green Bay, a two and a half point favorite. It's a 49 point total here. Mm. And the question is, can we play people from this game? And I was telling you, Arch, before we hit record that I just, I can't get around playing Green Bay stacks. Aaron Rodgers is not showing a ceiling at all. Mm-mm. They're playing the slowest out of every team in the competition. And so really- I mean, there's two people I'd consider playing in this game from a Green Bay side of that's Devontae Adams as a ceiling wide receiver. Yes. Albeit hasn't quite shown the ceiling this year. He's still a target hog. He's, hog. He's still number one in in usage. So we're, yep. we're looking at that and going, okay, sure. You can still play um, play Devontae Adams. Oh, look, one thing I like to use is uh, Hayden Winks from Underdog Fantasy. He has a fantasy usage model that he puts out every week. And Devontae Adams is the wide receiver six in terms of fantasy usage. So he's dropped down. He's yep. got below guys like Keenan Allen, Marquise Brown, Jamar yeah. Chase, Tyreek Hill. So looking at that, Devontae Adams is off my board this week. So I'm not going to play Devontae Adams. He's too expensive. It's the price, so isn't it, as well? What, oh, like 100%. When it's, you know, what is, what is he above everyone else? Two. And when the next guy is like Tyreek Hill's 16-4 and then digs at 15 like, yeah, it's going to be hard to, to play him, There's isn't it? $2,000 difference between him and Diggs. I'll take Diggs. Yes, that's right. Uh, and probably, you know, and again, I think we were talking about the, the pace Green Bay are playing slow. Um, yeah, and Rogers, the only thing going, look, Rogers is is a reasonable price, though. Like he's one, two, yes, three. Yes, he is. He's a seventh priced uh, quarterback at 13, six. So that's, you know, you're, you're not spending much, but he's, he just doesn't but have he to hasn't, do much. He, he, it's been 
eight weeks since he's hit anything over 24 points. Yeah. And if he's priced at 13.6, I still wanted to be hitting 26, 27 points, mm. but he hasn't shown that f- almost all year, really. Yeah, and he's, he's only one hit game over, th- over 26. And so with someone who doesn't rush as much, you, you, you need him to hit that 300-yard bonus. He's done that once for the year. And I don't know if I can trust Minnesota to push Green Bay, to be honest. Uh, so I don't know. Look, they, look, it's well, who knows? Let's be honest, because Minnesota they just like to keep don't games know who close. they want to be. Uh, they do, and then they like to lose them as well. <laughs> now, last week Kirk against Cousins. the Chargers, <laughs> Kirk Cousins yeah. is the other guy on the other side. And <laughs> aside from a couple of games where he hit twenty eight back in September and thirty one in October, he hasn't really done much over twenty one um, for about two months, really. So, Kirk Cousins, I'm hesitant on Green Bay's defense have shown up as well. So as much as I love playing Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, um, this week is not one that I can really bring myself to do it. Jefferson, I can sprinkle in. I think yeah. I'll sprinkle in some Jeff- Justin Jefferson just because of his talent and what he brings to the table. He's only 14,000. Can he hit 28 points? Yes, of course he can. That's definitely possible for Thielen him. Thielen sub 12K is tempting though. Yeah, it is. I've seen we've seen two weeks now though of yeah what do you have eleven point five five for sixty five and then two weeks ago against Baltimore two for six and one <laughs> touchdown which salvaged his day yeah so it's I can't quite get behind I think there's better plays out there so when I look at this Green Bay Minnesota game I think initially like oh that sounds good but more I look into it the more I am more likely to fade yeah. it especially compared to some of the other games coming up. So no, that's kind of where I sit with that one. Conklin, I'll still play Conklin. Conklin is still priced at only 7500 for a tight end. So that's not that's not too expensive, yeah. but it's not super cheap either. Uh, there's a few other guys probably like Komet that I'll probably favor over Conklin. This yeah, week. I think it's, it's now reaching that point where, you know, we can't trust him at that price really. It's not worth the, you, you know. Um. Yeah. I'd probably rather do a putt on KJ Osborne at 6K, really. Yeah. Because um, you know, I kind of view them as both. They're both that added piece that, that you know, one of them might hit it, hit, hit pay dirt, but it's not going to be both. Um, Green Bay, though, only giving out 29.9 points to the wide receiver mm. position per week. So it's hard to see where that's going to go if Justin Jefferson's going to get, say, 20 of it. Yeah. And there's only 10 points left to go around. Uh, I'm, I, what do you what do you think the the roster percentage is going to be for these these like these games? So after JJ had a massive week last week, then mm. I think he'll be reasonably rostered. So you think uh, there'll be a few, you know, Rogers, Adams, Jefferson stacks? There might be a few. I don't think the I don't think the uh, the slate's going to go too crazy over them. There's yeah. there's there's better ones. We'll get to them. No, obviously, who's Adams is very expensive, but I think Rod, Rogers being fairly reasonable price, people might find that it's an okay say. I wonder, yeah, I don't know. It's Maybe. A, I think it's something to sort of listen, see. But, yeah, it's something that it's not going to be one of the games I'm For sure. If you want to go down from the big guys, then then Aaron Rodgers is is there. Yeah. All right, there. move on. Next up, what do we got? We have got Tennessee taking on Houston. Tennessee 10-point favorites. It's a 44.5-point yep. total. What are we looking at here, Arch? This is, I feel like this is another game we can get through quickly. Yeah, yeah, like obviously, like, you know, I'll take Tennessee in the points, thanks. Like 10 points isn't enough. Like maybe I should put something on right now. Uh, 
6.25 implied team total for Tennessee. Um, AJ Brown, you know, heard us last week. But Go back he, to the well? I'm going back. I'm definitely going back. Um, and 15K? Sorry? 15K? Not yeah. too expensive for you? No, no, I'll take, you know, and, and if that, that's the thing, he's gone up in price after a bad game. That, to me, tells me the people are going to be off him. And so, again, we want to, we, we don't want to be playing the chalk. Um, that's how we, um, otherwise, we don't win these contests. So I think right. if he go, has, goes off and has a ceiling game against Houston, <laughs> which is more than possible, like, very much so. Uh, Tannehill could just have a field day, especially, you know, don't forget Henry's not in the team at the moment. So, um, and that, and saying that, uh, you know, I'm thinking, what are some nice cheap plays in this game? Every Tennessee running back is 8K. If you don't tell me you want to play any of them, I'm not going to. But no if way. you think you've got some insight or not, like if we if something comes out during the week that we know we can have some confidence, that's it's interesting though. It's, it's just, I need two injuries. <laughs> yeah, 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 two. <laughs> I'm not going to pick any of these guys when it comes to yeah. No, it, it, it is it's a thin field. play, but it, it, I don't know. I just found it. Ooh, yeah. I guess draft stars are thinking the same thing, I guess. But, uh, yeah, like, I was, you know, look at my spreadsheet here, Rowan, and you look, everyone's just stone cold minimum except yeah. for AJ Brown and Ryan Tannehill <laughs> and the Titans' defense. So, like, <laughs> that's it. And, like, on the on the Houston side, it's, like, it's the same. It's, it's Cooks and Taylor. So I don't mind an AJ Brown, Brandon Cooks mini stack. Like, Cooks got yeah. 14 targets last week with Tyrod back. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> sure, he he might not. They might not get down the field, but he's gonna catch the ball and uh, you know a full point PPR. Um, and you know Cooks is what twelve k. You know he's not super super cheap, but he's definitely a value here. I think. Yeah, I, I can see Brandon Cooks hitting twenty points. Uh, it's definitely doable for mm. him. And if they f- somehow manage to get into the into the red zone, then Cooks is a guy they'll look for. Yep. More than anyone else, you'd think. So, yeah, Brandon Cooks, I can see that. And AJ Brown. Yeah, I don't mind the Brown-Cooks yep. mini stack. That's probably the only thing I'll probably take out yep. of this game. Look, I've been interested in Nico Collins over the last few weeks to see yep. how he's going. I don't think this week's the week, really, because it's just it's going to be too much for Houston to be able to be uh, well. But I, I just hope he's out the field more. So I think he's, he's a talent to keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Next up, we've got a big game. Buffalo yes. taking on Indianapolis. Buffalo, seven-point favorites, though, in a 50-point total. Is this game stackable? Heck, yes, <laughs> it is stackable. <laughs> Look, since Indianapolis has lost, uh, they've lost, I think they've got two starting safeties, two starting cornerbacks in Rhodes, and I can't remember the other guy's name off the top of my head. Uh, they've been out for a little while, and you mm. can throw on the Colts. Yes. Seriously, they've been woeful. And... Particularly, one thing I have been noticing is that there's been touchdowns and targets given to tight ends week in, week out against the Colts. And so when I'm looking at this game, I'm looking at uh, the uh, the Buffalo tight end, Dawson Knox. Last week, he came back and had a stinker. Yep. Coming back from injury, had a stinker. That's okay, everybody. I think people might be put off old Dawson Knox after last week. Mm. His price is 7.8K. Yeah, I like that. But he is a guy that can go bang. We saw before his injury in the, uh, when was that? A few weeks ago now. Bloody draft size doesn't, just gives me dates. So on the 11th of October. <laughs> if you go to game log, you'll see it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
No, still just says, still says the dates. Doesn't give what me are you round talking one. talking about? It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, gets Kansas City in Houston. Over Dawson Knox, he's gone for a couple of touchdowns and a, a big 100-yard game. So Dawson Knox can go bang. I love him at, at his price and in this spot against the Colts. So big fan of Dawson Knox. And because Dawson Knox is back, yeah, where are you looking? Where are you? We brought it up on the screen there. Um, Look at that. Also, though, on the other side, I've got, yeah, I don't know who was against Arch. I just didn't know what week it was. Oh, oh that, four, that's five, why you're, six. Right, I should listen yeah, to you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've still you got should. that Justin Fields stack sitting there. <laughs> Just taught that again. Um, look, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, they're expensive, yep. but if they're going to repeat last week, then you want them. You, you, you just do. So a uh, big fan of Allen stacks here. Get different. Get different and play Knox and play Sanders. If you want to fade Stefan Diggs, maybe you think Stefan Diggs doesn't repeat. Yep. Uh, Cole Beasley's, I think, dealing with a bit of a niggle, but he was doing that last week as well and played. So he should be out in the field. The thing that I noticed, though, is that when Knox was playing well, Beasley was ignored. Mm. He wasn't being utilized as much in the passing game. So looking at that, I'm probably going, I'm I'm not going to play Knox and Beasley in the same thing. I don't think you need to get so, I don't know, I feel like if if you're doing both of that, you're galaxy branding a little bit. You're kind of thinking too hard about it. So, Happy to double stack this though with Josh Allen and two pass catches. Definitely. Uh, I'm still going to avoid the Buffalo running backs. Yeah. Singletary and Moss. I just can't decipher. I just don't feel safe about either of them. I don't think they have a ceiling. There's no ceiling. We we want ceiling. That's right. Carson Wentz is an interesting play. Carson Wentz is obviously had a bit of a stinker last week. He was playing Jacksonville and Jonathan Taylor just ran the ball a heck of a lot. So it wasn't that he played poorly per se. Week before that, 24 points, 20 points, 20 points. So he's priced under 12K on draft stars. So if he can hit Mm. over 20 points, I think you're doing fine. So Carson Wentz is a bit like a Justin Fields here, Arch, where I could see Carson Wentz and uh, Michael Pittman be a strong uh, stack that, kind of runs the opposite yeah. way that goes counter to what I think is going to be chalk. Like the Buffalo stacks are chalk yeah. most weeks. So uh, an Indianapolis stack here could be interesting. Michael Pittman's only there at 10,900. Now Buffalo, yes, their defense is very, very good and they've been playing lights out. But if you want to see like the Colts have been a good offense and, and they've been really solid. Jonathan Taylor will run the ball mm. and get stuff happening on the ground, which will allow Wentz and Pittman to, to, to produce. So uh, I'm it's not. A, it's a tougher I'm, defense than they've faced for a long time. For sure. I mean, what have they played? They've played Jacksonville, Jets, Tennessee, <laughs> San Francisco, Houston in the last five. So I'll give you that. <laughs> but hey, people, uh, there's always that talk about correlation mm. between quarterbacks. If one quarterback's doing well, then there's a, a pretty medium, correl- like strong medium correlation. Um, I think I Unless just you think it's just there, an absolute onslaught week. I just don't know if it is. I feel like the Colts are better than that. But feel, I feel like the pace might get slowed down on with Buffalo's defense that they won't, Indianapolis won't be able to be effective runners. That's my Potentially. worry. All right. That's, yeah, that's a fair worry. You have to talk about the opposite side of what uh, could happen, the good and the bad. So, look. Colts don't come without risk, that's for sure. Buffalo, though, will be pretty chalky on this slate. Anyway, there you go. Next up, unless you want to add anything to that. No, no, cool, cool. Jets taking on Miami. We are all pumped for this game. (laughs) Miami have a three and a a a half point favorites 
with a 45 point total. Uh, okay, Arch, talk us through this game. Do you like anything here? I don't mind some of my I, look. I think there's some playable pieces, especially like if you're in a in the micro. I think there are some stacks that you can play here. Uh, Miami can be good for fantasy in if if you play the right pieces. I think two has shown that he can have good games, and Waddle's shown that he can be uh, something. And Gaskin uh, with volume um, and opportunity does well as well. So I think there's. There's definitely opportunities here. And so I, I don't mind a two or waddle stack. And with Joe Flacco <laughs> starting, uh, now I'm not going to bring up Joe Flacco in in one of my lineups, <laughs> even though he's outrageously cheap at 8.9K. I think I looked it up. Where is he? <laughs> 8, yeah, 9, 90. Like basically 9K quarterback, which is outrageous, but I just can't do it. Nope. Um just for on principle, <laughs> but he's gonna. He's a veteran guy. He's a he's a game manager, and so I think there's gonna be some. I think you can play a, a Jets wide receiver here. I don't think it. They're just out. Like, yeah. Um, so I th- I don't mind an Elijah Moore this week. Um, getting some targets. Corey Davis is a sneaky play potentially, but you know these are not cash plays. These are oh no, <laughs> but, oh no, you know. But you know, if you're looking to get real different and and sprinkle something, there there is a tour stack uh, that you can play. I don't yeah. like Gaskin's only eight point eight k. Like, do I need to say any more? Oh look, Gaskin is just the epitome of boom bust. It's so ugly. And don't you I mean, think this is going, going to be by a the boom off week? on week pattern? Then it's his on week this week. He's so playing the Jets. Like he's playing the Jets. The Jets are an okay defense, and that's and here's a little risky play. What do you think about a bit of a Jets de- defense? Can- oh, I mean, it's possible. It's they, it's definitely not a totally horrible play yeah. because defense is you know we don't really ever know exactly what they're going to put out. It's possible that Tua throws a pick. It's possible that Gaskin fumbles. It's possible that they struggle to put up points that Gasicki yeah. gets targeted and seven look, times and doesn't catch the thing. I mean, it sounds silly that we are talking about a Jets Miami, but like Vegas is and they're not out on this game either. They're like a forty five over under isn't like abominable. Like it's no. It, they're saying that there's points to be had still in this game. Obviously, Miami's the favourite, so that's where we're sort of leaning with the, with some tour stacks. And I think the Jets can keep it interesting to make tour keep throwing, and you know he can still you know wheel off a couple of things. I don't, I don't mind it. So I don't mind tour stack. I don't mind a little bit of Gaskin this week. Let me ask you this question because in the space of uh, what is it in the space of a thousand dollars on draft stars. You've got Tua at 12-2. You've got Carson Wentz at 11-7-4 and Justin Fields at 11-6-6. Who's your pick? If you're going to play either of those pieces. And so let's say that again. I was, I, was, I was vagued out here. So you've got Tua, Tua. at 12.3. Yes. Uh, you've got Wentz at 11.7 and Justin Fields effectively 11.7, 11.66 mm. as well. Who would you prefer to build a stack around? I'm out on Wentz. I'm not going to touch him. Okay. Um, well, for $600 difference, Tua or Fields? Yeah. You've got to think Tua's maybe a little bit more safe. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're my two, Rowan. Oh, no, that would be something else, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but look, you're right. They're, both of them have the potential to, to do pretty well. 
And Tua, I think, has the better pieces around him. So that's probably where I lean. I'd probably yeah. go Tua. You could build a lot of stacks with with Gaskin involved if he's going to get targeted, yep. if you think that's going to be the case. So, But a Tua, Gasicki, Waddle stack, bring it back with Elijah Moore. You haven't spent anything, then bring the big guys in. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're saying. This is a, There's things that we can do on this slate this week to make things interesting. So I like that. Anything else you want to say for this game? No. Now, next up, we have something that we would like you guys to all jump on board. Yes. And that's our Patreon. So, now, bit of announcement. Unfortunately, next week, it's it's just crazy time for us. It is. <laughs> it's just literally our jobs as teachers, uh, the things that unfortunately pay the real bills. Yes. Uh, we have intense weeks next week <laughs> with formals, graduations, and whole bunches of stuff that we just can't get out of. I mean, of. in a way, it's amazing we're here tonight. <laughs> oh, big time. It's just that crazy time of year. So unfortunately, we're really sad that we have to let you guys know there's no pod next week. Mm. Uh, we're real disappointed about that, actually. Uh, particularly Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Which I love Thanksgiving. The Thanksgiving slate is a fun, fun day. Oh, don't get me anyway, wrong. We're still going to be playing that slate, mate. We are. And where will we be, we be talking about it, Arch? Oh, I reckon, I reckon I might use the Discord to talk about it. That's a good idea. Actually, I think I'll do that too. <laughs> so, guys, jump on our Discord. It's only $2 a month. Yes. $2 a Patreon. month. It's nothing. Come and join. We've got a great bunch of guys who are wanting to learn more about DFS and play uh, the stacks together and just have a good time. Like, we're really just enjoying uh, talking strategy yeah. and sharing our wins, sharing our losses as well, and <laughs> supporting one another in all of that. So, it's great fun. So, guys, get on down to patreon.com slash the TFL podcast. Uh, we have a bunch of tiers, but really, it's $2 a month to join our Discord. Don't listen to last and- episode where I talked about how the tears are (laughs) great. That's right. Uh, So, yeah, guys, for the cost of, well, less than the cost of a cup for coffee, come join us at patreon.com slash the TFL podcast and let's grow together. Yes. All right. Next up, Philadelphia taking on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I've got close friends who love the Saints and I'm a Philly fan, so I'll be watching this, but for no other reason than just (laughs) wanting my team to win because I hate this game. Philly apparently are one and a half point favorites. That's uh, something to me. Uh, 43.5 total. Oh, look, Jalen Hurts has not been a fantasy quarterback for you the last month, essentially. He has been someone that I cannot recommend. He's priced at 12.6, sure. But in the last month, a 23.5 in October, the end of October, kind of ended his run of mm. solid games. Then he put up 11.2, 16.7, 19.4. New Orleans are not going to be someone that we need that they need to throw the ball heaps against. And heck, Philly could be winning by halftime, which means that we don't need to see yeah. the big second half that Hurts likes to put up. So, yeah, look, I'm going to avoid this game pretty much entirely. Yeah. As good as Devonta Smith's been the last two weeks, I'm not coming back. To the well, unfortunately. I just, yeah, I can't bring myself to do Kamara. it. There's other better plays. Kamara is probably the only one that I'll consider, and he needs to be healthy. Yes. So he missed last week, and I can't play Kamara unless I don't see a Q next to his name because yep. they, they'll probably split it, probably split it with Kamara and Ingram. And who knows? Ingram might get the touchdowns and score more. Like, this yep. is, ah, it's just ugly. I mean, if you got it right, there's, there's potential there, you know, to, 
to really bolster your lineup yeah. with, with with that. But either way, I'm not going to play any one of the Saints otherwise. I'm not playing Trevor Simeon. Heck, oh, gosh, no. And <laughs> Callaway, uh, Dante Harris, Tracon Smith, you just don't know who's going to do decent. And no, no. none of them might do well. Darius Slay's playing well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm avoiding. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to avoid. I might play the defenses. The Devontae defenses Smith here. interest you at all? Wow, look, I just said uh, tough, and I, I said it's tough, but I, I just can't. What did, did I do that quite, again? Did I? You did. Ten point eight k is cheap for what he can do, so it's tempting. But back I think back. there's yeah, it's I'm going to avoid. Yeah, yeah, no, Philly, I like that. Philly Eagles defense five point seven k. I'll probably lean there. Um, it was nice that they got a fumble recovery touchdown last week. That was very very good. Uh, helped my lineups a little bit. After I recommended them last week, everybody. Yes. Anyway, uh, Philly defense is not a bad play. Arch, take us through this other fantastic game between Jacksonville and San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, look. there's some points. Obviously, San Fran showed up last week, didn't they? And, you know, all of us in redraft holding on to Trey Lance, hoping when when are they going to make the move? They keep, they, they win. And so uh, it's going to be another few weeks, I think. Um, yeah, I'm not looking to stack this game at all. Um, you know, don't try to think that, you know, you can get some amazing Trevor Lawrence at super cheap. Like there's, there's, oh, there's yeah. no play here. Um, and you're not going to play, you're not going to roll out Garofalo. Like, so I'm thinking, you know, pieces here, you know, a 26-point implied team total on the San Fran side. So there, there's indication that there's some points to be had. Obviously, it's, you know, it's that borderline, um, you know, where where we really start getting excited. Um, Debo with his target share, those is, I think, oh, I a it. play that you can play this week at 13K. I think that, you know, when you look that's, at it. That's pretty good price for Debo. Yeah, I really well, like it. I, poten- but then potentially, I think this is a one where you've got to look at some ownership projections because um, if everyone's playing him, then maybe you have to fade him at that that price and True. maybe jump onto Ayuk, I- um, who's, you know, 3K cheaper. Um, and people are still scared as all heck to play Ayuk. Um, two weeks ago, he did all right. I don't didn't think he what, what did he do on Monday night, Rowan? Uh, look, he had three for twenty six. Yeah, so you know he's going to be probably low owned. I think he like, that's a way to get different. So for this yeah. game, I'm looking at a piece, and and it would be one of them too. Um, um, and I think ownership's going to, I guess, direct me which one I'm going to go yeah, for. Um, for sure. What do we know about Elijah Mitchell at the moment, Rowan? Do we? Yeah, look, they're expecting him to play. He's yep. questionable. He's limited in practice at the moment. I don't, actually, I, don't, I think he didn't practice. So, Shanahan's still saying they expect him to get up mm. for the weekend. And look, his usage is awesome. Yeah, well, and only 10K for, if it, with that usage. So, yeah. Um, yeah, monitored practice for him. Um, for other sure. than that, if he, so if he were to not play, Rowan, yeah. are you. Do we it's know? Jeff Wilson. Is it Jeff Wilson? Do you, or it's is, 10 carries last week, played second to yeah. Eli Mitchell. I think Jermichael Hastie's still out. So Jeff Wilson's the guy. If if Mitchell's out, then Jeff Wilson at 8K is, mm. I think, a very good play against Jacksonville. What's the deal with Trey Sermon? He's just not as good as people want him to be. Yeah. I think that's it. Sure. Like they took him in the, what, the third round? Yeah, that, and Eli like Mitchell even the team the fifth, thought but, he was going to be better. 
then yeah. Well, that's because <laughs> yeah. he was solid at the end of his college career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, it's funny things, but yeah. Other than that, I'm not really excited. I'm I'm more just looking. I I, I like a bit of Debo, but if he's too highly yeah. steamed up this week, I probably will fade him. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Next up, we got Carolina versus Washington. It's a three and a half point favorites to Carolina and a 43 point total. So it probably means I'm going to avoid this game (laughs) again. (laughs) Look, narrative street time. Yes. Cam Newton is back. Oh, he's back, baby. Superman. (laughs) Look, that was awesome. Last week was awesome watching Cam Newton grace the field and rush it for a touchdown and then pass for a touchdown in just two plays. So that was phenomenal. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. How, and against it's against Washington. I can I can see the narrative. Mm. I can see it happening where Newton and McCaffrey and DJ Moore just totally annihilate the football team. But the football team did pretty well against Tampa Bay last week. And Carolina have also got a really good defense. So I'm looking at this game going. It's probably McCaffrey or bust. And Terry McLaurin is there as a like, you know, mini stack with CMC and and Terry, but oh, I don't know. I just mm. I, Terry I can't trust at the moment. I, against the Carolina defense that is playing really good defense. Yeah. I would rather just find another play at a similar plot price there. So look, it's it'd be fun to play with Cam, it'd be fun to win with Cam, but I just I can't quite do it. Yeah. I need to see a full game from Cam before I can really jump on. But maybe that's the thing. Maybe you have to hit Cam now when the ownership is going to be super low. Let's just remember the guy couldn't throw. Like he's had like seven <laughs> months now to rest his shoulder and not do anything with it. So yeah, well, not seven months, but like you know, he hasn't. Anyway, I don't. Nah, I'm out. The TFL advice is avoid. <laughs> <laughs> avoid this game. Ah, oh, dear. Next up. Next up. Yes. We have, let's jump into these afternoon games. We've got three here, which two of them are really enticing for me. Uh, well, let's jump in first, Arch. We've got the Vegas Raiders taking on Cincinnati Bengals, yes. a 49.5 point total. Cincinnati only a one point favorite. I think there's points to be had here. Oh, yeah. Now, and and that's the thing. Cincinnati are starting to move back to that, that passing uh, onslaught that they would like, they gave. Borrow the license to in his rookie year, I think, and so I think there's a chance uh, that we, we see that to you know continue. And I think you know I like some Cincinnati stacks this week. Nice. What do you think? Any you want to elaborate on that any further? Just all of them. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, look, I mean, I'm just looking at Burrow's you know use pass attempts over the last few weeks. Sure. Uh, Cleveland against Cleveland, he had 40 pass attempts. 34 against the Jets. 38 against Baltimore. Like he's getting, you know, he's throwing. <laughs> he is. And, and I so, really love Higgins this week. Higgins is the is the target king. Yeah. I can this. I can see myself doing a, a Burrow Chase and T. Higgins. Yeah. Um yeah, I when can he's see throwing that, that much, you know, two of them can get there. Um Uzoma, he's still up sub 7K, so he's in play. Um, he could score a touchdown as well, um, so I don't mind a little bit of him. I think where where I'm struggling and just, you know, still, again, just getting my feel for the slate still at this uh, stage is just working out, is there a bring-back option? And I think there is. I think that Las Vegas, ha- you know, they can keep they up. Do. Like there's only a one-point. You know, favorite to um, Cincinnati here. Is it Waller? Is it you know, 
or a Josh Jacobs. I just can't get behind Renfro. I know. What? Why not? Well, I love Renfro. I, lo- I like him as a football player, but I don't know if he can just be that guy. Like, is he the Ah, mate, last two weeks. I know. How good is this? I love it. Seven for 46 and one and seven for 49 and one. That's like pretty much the same. <laughs> um, then seven for 58. He's had seven receptions three weeks in a row. Yeah. Like that's bankable. Take that. That's so safe. He's priced under 11K. Like he is a fantastic bring back, I think. They're going to use him all day, every day. And if this is going to be a game where they're playing catch up, Mm. or if they're just throwing the ball a lot because both of these teams love to throw in the neutral, then, yeah, I really like Renfro. I think this is – you could play a Higgins-Renfro stack, a Chase-Renfro stack, like just like in your other pieces as well. Like I think that's so doable Mm. to get a little bit different on the slate and it's not costing you much either. Like these guys are just high target um, players. No. They're going to get given the ball. I I think this – game is that has the potential to be an optimal lineup where you know this the game we're going to get to at the end of the show is probably where the bulk of the public are going to to head yeah. um and so we're you know the 49 and a half point total like over under i think this is this is the chance i think to get different and and, and you could do some damage and then if you want to get different again you play mixin Vegas Raiders giving up 27 PPR points a game to mm. to the running back position. The only thing that just keep the guy. The only thing to keep in mind: Burrow and Mixon have very bad correlation together. Like they just sure. don't work together. Um, Bring it back though, if you're playing a Derek Carr stack. Yep, yep. But yeah, I probably won't. I probably won't go to Mixon if because I'm probably more thinking that it's going to be Burrow this week. Yeah. No. Fair. Fair call. All right. Well, the game that I got given here is the one that I don't care that much about, and it's Seattle versus Arizona, where you've got a banged-up Colt McCoy taking on Russell Wilson, who just bombed. But Arizona defense is playing really well. Arizona are two and a half point favorites yeah. and a forty-eight point total. I'm if like you know, I'd be going the under here. Yeah. Is- I, I, as a, as you read that out, I'm thinking I reach reach for my phone. I think I'm going to put something on the under right now. Like <laughs> if it's forty-eight, like. And what Pete Carroll's just already said, he wants to run it more. Like he's going to run the ball, run the ball. <laughs> I can think when I look at this contest and these teams, look, Russell Wilson against Arizona is not the mm. way that I want to play this. That's too thin, way too yeah. thin. Um, so I'm going to definitely pass on that. You've got Metcalf priced at 13.4. James Connor is probably the only piece that I care about at 12-5. Hopkins looks to be out again. Kyler Murray looks to be out again, like I said. Um, Tyler Lockett, 12.3. No thanks. He's a yo-yo. Yes, he could hit, but not against Arizona. I just can't see it happening. Christian Kirk at 10-7 is interesting enough to consider because Seattle's defense has been pretty atrocious. Uh, Seattle, when I'm looking at against the pass, they're 25th against the pass in DVOA. Uh, surprisingly, they're 11th against the rush in mm. DVOA. Um, that being said, I'm still liking James Connor as oh. they play from the front. Yeah, this is volume, isn't it? Yeah, 100% is volume. Other than that, Alex Collins looks to be the starter, but he's questionable. <laughs> Chris Carson still he's out, niggling isn't he? neck they, injuries. They reckon he's out? Yeah, I think so. So Alex Collins is the guy? Yeah. But 
it's like he's priced at eight thousand two hundred. Like yeah. I get that it's enticing, but his game just goes slow, and there's not many points. He needs to fall into the end zone. Yeah. So look, it could happen with Russ. It could, but I just don't want to go to this game yep. at all in any capacity. So yeah, I'll be passing on this one. And with that, we get to our final game on the slate, which mm. is a juicy, 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 juicy <laughs> matchup between Kansas City and Dallas. Two and a half points. Favorites are the Chiefs yes. with a 55.5 total. It's just crazy. Like yep. everyone is going to be flocking to this game, Arch. And I don't, I like, have nothing to say against that. Like, why wouldn't you just play all the Chiefs and all of the Cowboys this week? Look, it makes sense, doesn't it? Like uh, your cash lineups are going to be full of these guys. <laughs> like, um, oh yeah, but you just you got to. I think the thing with this game is everyone's going to be playing them, and you're not going to win because everyone's playing them. Like you might yeah. win cash. You have to get different, and so you know, Dallas. You know the the pace is there. Look, you look at the. You know my spreadsheets. You know. Popping green everywhere, isn't it? Like you look, you know, the, the total, the implied teams on both sides are, are high. The pace of play is high. Um, yep. But you just, how do we, how do we get this game? Uh, we want pieces because of the points in our lineups, but potentially we just have to, you know, we have to make, like potentially I might have to fade just on the game theory approach um, because I have to get different. And so Dak stacks were under-owned last week. You know, I, th- I think in the mini I had Dak at a, you know, 8% with CeeDee Lamb at 9%. Like I was laughing with that. That's good. That's not happening this week. Nope. No way. Especially and with CeeDee Lamb at only 14,000. Yep. Yeah. So like that's um, <laughs> yeah, it's just so I'm thinking it's Gallup. It's uh, it's Schultz as pieces of this game that are going to be the more under-owned pieces. Um, you know, your Miko Hardman, uh, your, your Pringle uh, as someone who's 6K, who if he, with the so, you know, with so many targets and points to go around that he gets in the end zone and he, and he pushes lineups uh, through, they're the pieces that I'm probably more interested in if I'm building – with other stacks. Pringle's uh, probably one of my favorite 6K wide receivers, yeah. to be honest. He's come in and played more snaps. The snaps than are Harden. incredible. That's like he's playing a yep. lot. And uh, we've seen him get in the end zone a couple of times this season. So uh, three times to be exact. And uh, yeah, definitely. Pringle's a, a great way to differentiate the stack mm. and uh, even just play something cheap on those other stacks of, and yeah. still have exposure to the game. I think yeah. that's uh, – Pringle's great. So he's – yeah. So the thing is, if you're going to fade this game, you obviously have to hit on the stacks you choose. But if if this game fails, you are so far ahead of the field, it's not funny. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah. you know, how's this game going to go is the question. Is it a back and forth? Like Vegas suggests that it is. A two-and-a-half-point, you know, favorites to Kansas City. High points, back and forth, high pace. Like that, that's probably the the more likely it seems. There's a chance that 
you know, Dallas puts up a dud effort like they did two weeks ago and Kansas yeah. City dominates like they just did against Las Vegas. That's a possibility. Um, or Dallas maybe gets a lead and controls the clock on the run with the run game with Pollard and Zeke. So there's definitely ways that you can see this game doesn't live up to expectations. Um, yeah. But be, if you want to win, you know, these GPPs, you, you're going to have to um, fade this game or get different, so different somewhere else. Well, I as well with the stack itself, Daryl Williams is a, he's only 9K this week. There's a talk that CEH is back, isn't it? Yeah, if he is, CEH is 8K. <laughs> yeah, does he get all so, the work though? Well, and what maybe, kind maybe of work? Not, but it's a high point total. Yeah. This is a game that you can play it with. And if I could, you could play Mahomes, Hill, Williams, bring it back with CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper. Like that, it gets different. People aren't going to do that. Yeah, here's a way to get different, Ron. I'm listening. Zeke with the Dallas defense. That would be an insane play. That would be an insane play. But I, oh man, wouldn't that be something? Well, Diggs gets an interception. That's the thing. Yeah, well, that's it. This could be one of those, you know, remember when the Chiefs played the Rams? Mm. The defenses were awesome. But the offenses were awesome too. Like this could be one of those games where especially like Trayvon Diggs runs it back for a, yeah. a pick six. Yeah. You, like it, that's, it doesn't matter how many points are on the board when they're doing that. Exactly. Like this is a game for turnovers. And Dallas is uh, stone cold minimum 4K. Oh, I'm talking myself into this one. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad, eh? Put that with your Justin Fields stack and yes. see how that runs. Well, you put that with Zeke. Like Zeke's only 13K. Like- yeah, you can That's really. The more we talk about the slate, the more fun it is. Like there's so many different <laughs> ways to play this week. Oh, it's you do realize good. I'm clipping back this episode, this part of the show, if I hit on a Zeke Dallas stack, as and I will be a genius. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you will. Hey, look, I'll play a lineup too. If we can win together, that'd be fantastic. Oh, that would be something else. Anyway, look, the one thing with this game is that it's going to leave you with. You're going to be strapped for cash in other positions yes. around the place. That's, so that's why I like Daryl Williams as, as well. He's only 9K or CH if he gets up on the 8K. So that allows you a bit of salary relief, but it means that you're playing a punt wide receiver. You're playing really low price running backs and uh, your defense probably will be like, you know, maybe playing, f- yeah, Detroit potentially against uh, Cleveland. So that's the thing you have to consider. Yep. If you want to play the big, the big guys with Hill, Kelsey, and Lamb and whatnot, you have to consider what does that leave the rest of your lineup with. Mm. And maybe it's fine. If it was last week, it would have been great, you know, Deonis Johnson or whatnot. But either way, you have to make those considerations. Oh, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Arch, I'm really pumped now. I'm yep. really pumped for the weekend. It's going to be awesome. No, no. I, I love it when there's a clear and clear out and out, you know, Big game that people are going to flock to because that yeah. I think that's an opportunity. It's it or is. Or we'll get buried. Or we'll get buried by the chalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the danger. That's the danger. But yeah. hey, you play to win. Yes. And if you can smash something else, get that one percent burrow stack. Yes. And just go to town with it. That'd be great. <laughs> uh fun. Thank. Oh, you. oh look, two other look primetime games. We got Chargers taking on Pittsburgh. I think all we can say there is Najee Harris is going <laughs> to yes. just go full beast mode. Oh yeah, and then you got Tampa Bay taking on the Giants, which would be interesting enough. But I think 
Brady bounces back after a bad week and just demolishes the yeah, Giants. I think the 11-point favorite tag is <laughs> telling. Oh, yeah. Leonard Fournette game, perhaps. Yeah. Friends, thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you just smash it this week mm. in your lineups. And, hey, play a, play a Justin Fields stack for yes. us. Yes. And uh, With a we'll bit of see. Zeke and Dallas defense. That's right. Hit that up. All right. Uh, just be fun. <laughs> no worries. Gotcha. Bye-bye.